Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hello, you lovely individuals out there. My name is the great Daniel Smooth, and this is BS Sessions Volume 31. So, for those who do not know, I did this back in the middle of June a couple months ago. And I put it I put it out there on a different platform. But you're now going to hear it on the Time to BS with Daniel Smooth platform. So, I wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and showing all support that you guys have shown the last few years, in fact, even when, you know, things have gone up, things have gone down, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. So, you know, this has been something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and that's podcasting, and I still have the opportunity to do that because of you guys and because I love doing it so much. So, without further ado, enjoy Volume 31 of BS Sessions. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tied to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manscaped, for instance. Finally, a way to delicately clean and trim your fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BellyUpFantasy in all caps at Manscaped.com. It's time to BS. So we had to retry, we'll re record four minutes worth of everything because. For some reason, the Roadcaster Pro software interface that I use, one of the import, one of the inputs is dirty. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, Christian, Christian's here with me uh, for BS Sessions Volume Thirty One. You specifically asked me, dude, when can we record BS Sessions? I'll be able to tell yeah. my story, bro. So we had four minutes of audio. That uh, we unfortunately had to uh, restart the whole thing. So, uh, I mean, I I don't know if you mind retelling your story no, a little bit. I'll retell the version of how what happened last week. So, pretty much last week, I got fired from my job because some stupid guy said, "Oh, Porzi's going to do this to the store." He gave me a bad look, and I'm just like, "What?" And the point is, all this kid did to another person. He bullied a kid, and that kid went crazy. I'm not that person who went crazy, though. I'm a much different person than that guy because I have more self-control, and I'm not a bad person. But this guy was like, yo, Porzi's going to do this. Porzi is me. So he was, like, very, like, he acted like I, he was a bully, like he did in high school. Because in high school, he was a bully, this guy. Yeah. But, yeah, I got you. But the thing that really, really got me sad was, like, 
he thought like life after high school and the way you are after high school would go into the real world and you'd be a bully in the real world and get away with it. But that makes no logical sense. So, mm-hmm. so after they fired both of us, I went on a mission to apply for other jobs where I became completely happy with who I was. And I realized that I got everything I want in my life. I got a good family. I have a good heart. I have a good girlfriend. And that's when it hit me. I'm like... I don't want people pitying me. I want people to love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. That's it, bro. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like it's weird because when I, it's weird because like the company itself was a good company. I actually really miss working there, and the work I did was. There you are. Yeah, you see yeah, the logo yeah. on the front. Of it? Yeah, you see the logo on the front. So it was like I was like really like happy with what I was doing there. It was a very easy job. Sounds clear, right? Yeah, yeah. It was there a very easy job, and like it was fun, but like. In life, you gotta do. You gotta. Get, you can't live in a life of comfort. Maybe you gotta live in a life where you work hard and you struggle a little bit to do the stuff masterfully and do it better with grace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's in terms of that story. Another story I have, which is not really a story, it's more of a statement, is that yeah, you keep your friends rich and your enemies richer. Because one day your enemies are gonna try to do some stuff in terms of profit. For example, you got Lowe's and Home Depot. You got Apple and what's the other one? The other companies, uh, Microsoft. Microsoft, yeah. You got you got Target and Walmart. Those are enemies technically in the profit world. So you gotta keep your eyes open for a lookout because you never know what company or what business will come in the future and try to disassociate your business from theirs, but have certain similarities that will profit in the real world. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. That's it. So that, that's like one of the logical thinkings in life, but. I'm going to be honest. You got to be happy with who you are as a person in order mm-hmm. to be successful. Yeah, bro. If you hate yourself or you don't like what you're doing, it works for about five seconds. But the moment your five seconds pass and it comes into 10 seconds a day, two days, three days that you hate yourself, you're going you're gonna to be not successful. Get off your freaking whatever or if you're behind and work hard for yourself. And that's why in society... You got people who are not motivated doing these high employment jobs, struggling to make ends meet because of their mental capacity. And it's really weird because, like, society thinks that's okay to have people with mental struggles be completely ostracized and brutally rejected for who they are as a person. But I've, to me, it always came like this. If you work hard at something, you're going to do it better than most people just from skating by or living your life. Yeah, that's just how it is. So I was with my cousin about two days ago. We we're talking about philosophy, one of the most interesting topics I think I've ever talked about. How old are you by chance? I am twenty two. It was you're twenty two when you're getting into philosophy. Yeah, let's it, think about that for a second. No, I even got this book. It was by a psychologist. I forget his name, but I was reading it. My cousin gave it to me as a little thing in reference. And one quote was inclusiveness, is that people are inclusive to your life. One time you struggle in life and you're inclusive about it, it's not going to go away. For example, the mind has four personalities. But mm-hmm. then when I read the book, it technically has three, but I think there's four. You got one personality of positivity, one negativity, one jealousy, and the last one is fear. And all those personalities blend to one is one beautiful thing called life. The moment you have one personality above the rest is when you go to you go to crap because that's just how it is. So I was reading this book and I think it was by some guy named Richard Hall. I'm not sure if that was his name. It was, sounds familiar though. It was from like the good like 1917. I think even before that, probably before the First World War. And I was like really fascinated with some of the stuff he wrote in that book. I'm, I'm still in the middle of reading it. It's a only 118 page book, so it is very very interesting stuff. But 
the point is that we were talking about astral projecting and all that stuff, and it really it was really, really some weird stuff that he, my cousin and I were talking about, but the one thing I said to him was that in your life, there are five key moments. Each of those key moments are something you got to figure out what they are. Trials, as they sort of do in the, in the religious Yeah, books. it sounds like a, like a trial testing or something yeah, like but, that. Yeah, but the thing that's interesting is, is that the religious world, like Christianity and all that stuff, is much different than, than like the philosophy world because they would use different topics in philosophy than they would in Christianity. And it always like was so intriguing about how like how it would do that. Like you would not know anything about the philosophy world if it would like be like that because philosophy and psychology go hand in hand. You can have stuff about philosophy and psychology and do the same topic. That's why they have it in these colleges where you would have to take a philosophy course while you're doing psychology. I was a psychology major myself. Unfortunately, I, I realized it was a bunch of mumbo-jumbo the professors were teaching because mm-hmm. most professors have one convoluted idea about psychology, but you never want to involve politicians in psychology. You want to involve philosophers in psychology. You want like clear thinkers in that way. Yeah. Not clear, critical. Your mind doesn't have to be clear to think critically, but your mind has to be in pure yeah. with that person to think critically. Yeah, I got you. I got you with that. So, like, you're 22 years old. How did you get, how did you realize, like, holy hell, maybe I'm thinking the wrong way? Like, what part of your life did it hit you? Like, holy shit, for my entire life, I've been thinking wrong. I should be thinking this way. I actually think that I've been thinking wrong since, like, I was a young kid. But not thinking wrong that it was bad just because it was illogical and I was... Explain what you mean by that, bro. So when you're a kid, if you realize... You don't have many childhood memories, do you? Do you remember yourself when you were a child? Like, every day you were a child, you remember everything you thought? I do have... I do have... I don't remember everything that I... I don't remember everything as a child, but I remember, like, certain, like, hints of, like, oh, crap, that's a really good memory I have myself when I was, like, But do you remember how you felt in that memory? Not just the memory itself, but how you felt. Uh, Where are you going with this? What I'm saying is, do you remember how you feel that day? For example, you went on an amusement park ride, and it was very fun with your family, and then you remember... Do you remember how you felt in that moment, or do you remember the memory itself? You remember the memory itself. I see where we're going with this. Yes, because if you remember the feelings of how you feel, and you remember that, it's very interesting stuff. Because most memories will... Well, only thing you remember are the big particles of the memory. Mm -hmm. That's why you remember how I feel... That day that we first met. When we first met, I don't remember how I felt because I remember those particles of that memory. You like, yeah, I remember you blacking out a little bit. I wasn't blacking out. I actually remember how I felt. But in terms of like when you're angry or when you think emotionally instead of logically, you purposely block those memories out. It's like why people with depression don't you don't get depression every second of every day because those memories are being blocked out by receptors of the brain. It's why you only get anxious during certain moments of your life. Because if you were anxious all the time, that wouldn't be anxiety. That would be something completely different. You would live in a world of fear. You live in a world of fear. That's why That's why if you notice people jump from like mood to mood or personality to personality or feeling to feeling. Okay. Like that one personality all the time. It's how most people lose interest in the people they're dating or the people they're family. Because they would feel that way for an instant. The moment you realize you made a mistake, you go back to that person. You go back to that feeling. It's quite fascinating how the world will think that one moment of weakness is what defines people their whole entire life. It's a good way of thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like quite fascinating. So. We have very interesting people that have decided to crash the party. 
We got four. We have four motherfuckers here. Yeah. Jody here. Lex, get no. Your, no, get your butt over here. No, 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 no. no. Turn back. No, no. Turn the ship around. No. Cause Leia knows where Luke is. You're protecting me, right? We gotta go. Just get through. Did I miss something here? Did yeah, I, they, 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 they were leaving. Did the party? Did the party? No, no, just, just us. Introduce yourselves, ladies and gents. Have a good night, guys. There are three ladies. Three ladies and one and one very tall gentleman here. <laughs> Fascinating creatures these are. <laughs> All right, so as I was saying, like, <laughs> but, um, it was weird because you have these people that would like think of every moment in their life as a stepping stone moment or a milestone. Actually, let me write it. Milestone, they're not. They're worthless moments of anger and hate that don't mean shit. I hear what you're saying, though. The only thing that matters in life is positive moments because if you think about the negative stuff, you're going to be a negative person. Yeah. And the vibe you put off, people will know it. That's why most people who are considered these cells, I'm not going to say the word, I don't say it actually, imbeciles, incels that can't attract women. Do you want to know why they're considered that? Because the women know that just from looking at them, seeing the vibe, the energies that they produce. Mm-hmm. This is why it's like philosophy is very interesting because most deep critical thinkers will stay in their rooms and their houses for years writing these books. Yeah. Like that guy I was talking about. His name was Richard Hall, I remember. He mm-hmm. was writing this book. I remember my cousin was saying he would stay in this house for a long time, like Emily Dickinson did, one of the poets, or Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. They would stay in their house for years writing these pathetic books. But I actually like what they wrote. That's the thing. But back back then, they thought those books were pathetic because no one no one really remembered them until a hundred years later. No, that's I I hear what you're saying with that. Um, but are there specific memories that you remember? Yes. Of like, hey, holy shit! I don't want to feel this way anymore. I need to change myself. Yes, it, it, but and one of the weirdest though is that I have this friend who said, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. This guy is a nice guy, but he doesn't have a job, doesn't have a life. But what, does, guess what he has though? He has a girlfriend. He has a good heart. He has a good mind. But because people care what he thought, people ostracize him. Yeah. The moment I started thinking I need to change the way I think was by not giving a fuck what people think. There That's you go. What, that was the key. I don't care if people think I'm like this or like that. It only matters what I think. It matters how I feel. It matters about what I want in my life. And that's why I win my battles these days. People think that it's, that it's wrong to be selfish. But you remember that... I don't know if I told you this like when we first start, when we first met. You're the most important person in your life. Yes. You're the most important person in your life. There's nothing more important to you in your life than yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. And people look at it like, oh, I need to take care of this person. I need to take care of this thing first. And then it's like, listen, you're not the caboose of your train. You're not. You're the leader of your train. You're the conductor of your train. You are the very front of your train. You're the front of everything. That's the thing. It's like your your mindset is what gets you up and what gets you down. Some days I see people just saying to me, I got out of bed today. I'm going to have a great day. 
Some people don't wake up from that last night of sleep. No. They don't wake up. No. Every minute you live is a grateful moment. You should embrace that. You should be going out, having a good time, working at a nice job, being with the people you love. Enjoy your your fucking life, man. Enjoy that shit. You don't want to ruin your life by being like, I hate my life. I don't have this. I don't have this nice car. I don't have this nice expensive watch. Fuck that. Envy. Is a sin for a reason, my friend. But but you know what it is though. I I, I was I was jealousy once, and envy. My I friend. was once a Christian, and when I was a Christian, things were very different for me. I thought I was on top of the world, and at that point, I really thought I was happy. And this is going to be a, be a controversial topic. But I'm going to discuss it anyway. You're good, bro. This but, is BS sessions for but, a reason. But you man. know what it is though is that I kept coming going in the church as if I was coming going with people because I hit me. I'm like God doesn't want me to feel this way. I realize that you don't have to be close to God to be a Christian. You could be you could be close to God without being a Christian, reading philosophy, mm-hmm. reading the art, a free spirit, as you will. But I still love people, all people. I don't judge people for who they are, whether you're you have, you're you're part of the LGBTQ community or if you're a Christian or if you're as long as you don't harm other people, you're a good person in my eyes. Dude, that's what God wants for you. There's a thing that I that I posted about that I think you saw. Perfection is flawed. There's no such thing as perfect. No even, one's perfect. Even God Himself ain't perfect. Why He made your ass? Yeah, exactly. Simple as that. Think of it that way. Yeah, exactly. And then I get hit with a couple Bible verses. I'm like, oh, per- God is perfect. Always like, okay, then if God were perfect, then why is everything fucked up? Society has a way of thinking where, like, if the moment you feel like you've done something wrong, you really have failed. I hear it. And that's why, like. It's like that's the way it works. It's like it's very sad. Well, you have this viewpoint on life that not a lot of people your age have. Yeah, no really people look like me. exactly, dude. Like people, that's what like that's what like bring. Like the more I hear you talk, the more like holy shit, I gotta pick this dude's brain. Like I, I gotta see what the fuck he knows and that's, see what the. That's why it's good, my friend. Is like in society, if you know too much. You know too much. That's why people play stupid because they're so smart. Cursed with knowledge, bro. Yeah, cursed, with, cursed knowledge. with knowledge. Cursed and that's with, sometimes good, though. That's sometimes is, good. It's good, but if you're cursed with knowledge, it's like, it's like, for example, you go like to a party and you're mm-hmm. the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, there's twelve people at this party hitting this one girl. All the guys sure like gold. I remember when the actress said this. I don't know his name, but he was saying all the, the guys sure like gold, and the one guy. Who treats like absolute crap gets the girl. That's smart. But not smart because he's treating her like crap. Because he did something different from the 12 other idiots. That's why it works. Because mm-hmm. the moment one difference stands out to anybody, a woman, you become the most successful man in the world. Mm-hmm. One difference that I did was that I did something I never did before. I thought positive when I used to think negative. But then, yeah. I, but what happened was, though, I went back to my negative self, and then I kept breaking up with the girl. Yeah. But now I'm back to my positive permanently. Yeah. That's what it is. Life is ups and downs, not this or this. Mm-hmm. This. It's mediocre. It's medium. It's like you never want to think you're always good. But you don't want to think you're always bad either. You gotta be prepared for unexpected things. What's your motivation to like keep going? Because when I talk to people about like, oh, their mental struggles, their Insecurities, their pain, their anger, their sadness. Like, what keeps you going, man? Because something's got to, like, Peace. something's. That's it, bro. 
Love and peace. That's the right answer, man. A better tomorrow than a better today. That's the right that's, answer. That's bro. that's really what uh that's really what does it for me. It's the right fucking answer, man. That's like, the right one. A better tomorrow for a better today is key in life because you always want to think you're a good person in and out. If you think you're a bad person, even if you think those things, you're not a bad person. You could be a great person just from oh, smiling at somebody. That's it. Letting somebody go in your car or living your life, being happy. My parents have one thing that I really respect about, or well, more than one, but this one important aspect is that they're always happy, my parents, despite everything that happened in my family. Like, my sister had a lot of issues. My brother had ulcerative colitis. I had my anxieties and my depressions back then. And mm-hmm. it really hit me that, like... Hey, possum. Perhaps, like... <laughs> Sorry, ADHD hit me. There's yeah, possum right there. was a possum out there. It's pretty fascinating. Fucking possums. Look at that shit. It's going to be in my... <laughs> possum, possum. But... It's just <laughs> Tell jokes, man. You're no, good, no, no, that possum just sitting there. It's like it's really weird. You're good, bro, man. I'm gonna but eat you know what it is? You know, so what is you know what it is? So I, I, I had like I had Starbucks today, and I'm just like, this is not only gonna last me about five minutes. The yeah, you're good, bro. Off the moment I started like, the moment I started eating, I, I realized that like caffeine only works in the moment. That's how yeah, gotta, man. That's how you gotta live life. Because caffeine works. Because caffeine, yeah, caffeine blocks a certain part of the brain that prevents that. Keeps you from being tired only to a certain point. I can't snap. There but once you're addicted to caffeine, it's like being addicted to nicotine or like alcohol. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They just don't consider it bad because it keeps you going and keeps you moving. But all that stuff is bad. You never want to be addicted to anything. You got to try new things. You got to accept change. That's the key. You got to accept different plans once in a while. You got to accept all this stuff. Unless it's bettering yourself. Like you could be addicted to the gym. I was taking to the gym. When I lost my 70 pounds, I was going to the gym every day. I am not even joking with you. So I would hey, I would go on my egg diet and listen to this diet. It's like a carnivore diet, but I added something with it. Instead of me having steak constantly, I had chopped meat constantly with eggs. I would have these eggs, right? And I would scramble, good, I would scramble five eggs with, with Tabasco, like... A little bit of Tabasco to make it spicy. Sounds so good, though. And I went to the bathroom. It's going to sound weird, but funny. 12 times a day. And as I was going to the bathroom, it hit me. What if I went to the gym, too? So when I started doing cardio, after, and I would do a pattern. I'll be me going to the bathroom, and then me going on the treadmill. I'm just like, this is the best feeling in the world. Everyone's yeah, looking at bro. me like I'm accomplishing something. Yeah. But it wasn't ever for people, though. It was for me. It's about how I felt. That's how I met my girlfriend, because I was doing something right. Mm-hmm. That's the key Is that the moment You show a sign of success You're the most attractive man In the world And that's what it is You gotta better yourself man Yeah you gotta better yourself that's Every it. day Like every day You better yourself Is a room for improvement You can improve Everything in your life Just for thinking things But As I told my My good friend once He He's a great guy I said Time will tell Your time will come When you will meet somebody And be happy and you don't need yep. to. But then I said, you could be happy right now and you'll meet that person. That comes naturally. You never want to look mm-hmm. you never want to look for anything you want to we want to wait for something. Even the best tre- the best treasure in life is when we're not even looking. Yeah, that's what I that's what I did. I we're was not even looking, was, bro. It's randomly for me. Unfortunately it's that's like it. it's like you won't know when it comes, but you'll love when it comes. That's it, man. But that's it. That's the key to life, is like you gotta Understand the moment You gotta understand the feeling 
It's like watching all the Met games. You realize the Mets only are good for like two days, and then they get really bad, and they get good again. Bro, I'm an Islander fan. I can't say shit. No, but I'm, I'm trying to go to a Met game. I'm, the, the tickets are actually very easy to get now because the Mets aren't really doing well again. Mm-hmm. But I really love going to a Met game, just sitting there and watching the progress. Just watch made. baseball, man. It's fucking great. I love baseball. It's just so like great. such a sexy sport. But I mean, the, the TV, watching it on TV is like, yeah, it's cool. But like, if you're watching it like in. Hockey does that for me too, but hockey works in both ways. Like TV and in person, it's fucking awesome. You know what's weird though? Football, I can only watch at home because it's in the winter season. You get fucking cold just from sitting outside in the cold in the winter. But football games like Super Bowl, what do most people watch Super Bowl? At the house. Yeah, here. They eat a bunch of wings, have a nice beer or whatever, and they enjoy what they do. That's it, man. So that's that's, all we can do, bro. That's key to that. Um,. But in terms of philosophy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you got to be careful what you read, though, because there's fake philosophers out there. How would you describe, like, your path, your journey to, like, holy shit, I don't want to feel this way. Like, I, I know I said that before, like, holy shit, I don't want to feel this way. But how would you describe my journey, that journey, my bro? My journey, instead of being a straight line or a rocky, or a rocky path, it was both. It was a pattern. I got you, bro. It was a cycle. I got you. But the key is, is to break the cycle. But mm-hmm. in terms of how, what the moment that really made me feel different was when I went manic. I went manic in my house. It was like one of the most terrible experiences I've ever felt. I think you told me about this. When but when but that, you know what's yeah. funny, though? In about an hour, I went away. I was fine. And then I... That happened to me once. That happened to me once where I was like... Like I, I rediscovered some old text messages from me and my ex girlfriend, and this is going back three years ago that that these text messages are from. Okay, and I was like, all the memory flashes start coming back to me, the bad memories start coming back to me, and, I, and then it lasted for a couple hours. Said, okay, what do I gotta do to get myself sane? What can I do to because at the time, I was thinking, I was manic, but I was thinking rational. That's what I would have. If that me. makes sense. I was thinking like depressive manic. It wasn't like bad. It was bad, but it wasn't like, there's two type of manic episodes. Yeah. There's one where you think depression and anxiety, and the other one you think very bad things. But then it hits you. The, the rational side of your brain clicks on like, holy shit, what do we need to do to yeah, get, to get just, ourselves sane? The brain is a very interesting subject because you could, there's something in the world, there was this theory that most mental illness is a physical illness. For example, you get hit in the head as a kid, or or you get hit in the head, or you get hit in the head as a baby by accident. When you're a baby, what doctors always say: be gentle with the baby. Is the bones are more loose? Yeah, the, everything's developing, everything's jelly. You know? I have a theory with that that in the hospitals, the doctors will sometimes drop the kids by accident. And okay, but, I got you. But my point is, though, there's theories on all that. The point yeah. is, though, you got to live in the moment. Yeah. But there was also another theory where the shots that you would get when you're a kid would do it. But I'm like, no, that's not how it works. No. I think what happens is just happens. You're, you're not born with it. You become it. You mm-hmm. become it. You're not born with, with bipolar or schizophrenia or autism. You become it. It happens, man. I know what, what it is. Just life. It's like getting cancer or, or, or leukemia or yeah. or getting being paralyzed or something like that. It just happens to you. 
But the only problem is that society thinks mental illness is nothing like those things. They think it's like this never-ending cycle it's, of it's never ending. bullshit. It's never ending, but it's how you bounce back. The thing that people don't see is, hey, you're constantly fighting a battle, but in the end, you're always going to win that battle. You're not going to lose until your brain says enough. And you're preventing yourself every day from getting to that point. Think of it this way, man. You're 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 in a twelve round fight with life. Yeah, yeah. You're in a twelve round boxing match with life, and you're trying really fucking hard to go. No, not today. And that's every day. Some people feel that way, and I commend people like you're telling this story about like your life. You're telling you're telling people this story about hey. I see this perspective of things. I see a perspective on how I view life. And again, not a lot of people your fucking age would think like this. Feel that way. Most people my age were thinking about what am I going to do tomorrow? What bar are we going to? Oh, what, am I- what drugs am I taking? Yeah, yeah. It's like people. People are just incompetent. It's not even incompetent. No, bro. no, they don't even view this shit the way you do, bro. Incompetence or stupidity is fear of knowing what's what's going to be out there in life. Yeah, that's, I hear that's you. why that's why people lose battles because they don't they don't care what they don't know, which is a problem. I know a guy that I went to high school with, and he he was a good guy. He was a relatively good guy. I went I I grew up with him in kindergarten. Okay, I grew up with him in kindergarten until. He died when he was 22. And so he was a childhood friend of mine. Um, and I got a call while I was at work from from a, another good friend of mine. And he said, dude, Matt passed. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He was getting married. He was going to get married. He, he set himself up to where he was going to get married. And... From what I know, I don't know this. I think he had a kid on the way, too. I'm not sure, but I I don't know. Don't quote me on it, ladies and gents. I don't know. But when I, when I found this information, I broke because it's like, dude, he was getting his life ready. This dude had nothing growing up. Did nothing. And then he said, I want nothing even more. He took his own life. And it was like, dude, at 22, at 22, you feel that way. Yeah. And like, and when I, and when you tell me this, that like, dude, I'm 22 and I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to, and I don't feel that way. That's like fucking inspiring and shit. You know what really is really depressing is that men's mental health, they care, they give less of a fuck about men's mental health. Women's mental health is all over the news, but the moment TikTok don't get go, go, don't get me started on that. Shit. It's not even like that. It's like I want everyone to be happy, but like men go go men get hurt a lot more in terms of like hiding who they are. But my key thing that makes people Okay, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, you hear that too, right? I think it was cutting through with that. Yeah, it was cut because these are sensitive microphones to a certain point. 
I feel like I hear like eight different conversations. Yeah, you can hear the conversations because they're in the opposite fucking room. Yeah, they're <laughs> sitting there. They can hear you guys. What? We can hear you guys. <laughs> the microphones are sensitive. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, um, you could be upset one day about like life, right? But the next day you're good. That's why therapy is an important thing for most people. Thank um, you. Like people, people think therapy is not good. I totally disagree. Thank you. Because just... God. Like, but like people are like, you go to therapy, you're fucking weird. You go to therapy, you're fucking, you're fucking crazy. You go to the gym, you're fucking weird. Yeah, it's like that shit. Like, society thinks that when you go to these therapists that you have something wrong with you. No. I see people go to therapy, like people tell me, you go to therapy just for having a breakup, or you go to therapy just because you put your shoe the wrong way. But the thing is, though, is that most therapists are not that good because they don't under, they only go there for the simple paycheck. But there's one, th- there's a few therapists that I've been with that are very good. Mm-hmm. That's why people don't go to therapy because they think they're only there for the money. It's not true at all. Therapy is not just talking to somebody, but it's just expressing how you feel yourself. That's why therapy is one of the best in terms of mental health. If you're on medication only, don't be on both. Therapy is much more important than medication because at the end of the day, you need to rant and vent. There's another thing that you just said: rent and vent, rant and vent. Yeah, something that like gets criticized. Yeah, when people people rant or vent, that you get criticized for how you do it, but it has to be done though, a lot. The thing is, like, the thing is, I have this nasty habit of like. When something's on my mind, it has to come out. When something's on my mind, I got to find a way to talk about this shit. I mean, I can't lie. Every time I tell the truth, I feel better than when I lie about it. So if you, Yeah, man, that's the point. Yeah, you don't want to like, lie about how you feel and stuff. It's like... Tear you apart, bro. It's very fascinating stuff. Um, tear you apart. I know in the world of like... Like, for example, you go like, to a bank or you work in a building... Mm-hmm. The moment you tell your coworker like I don't want to work anymore, it's like it all goes to shit. Yeah, bro. That's just the key, man. But it's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's just society. But like, but what continue? What drives you to get better, man? What? Dri- My family loves me. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend loves me. I have a great, I have a great support system. That's what the key is to my mental health was that I had my symptoms that I was feeling was like as if I didn't have a support system. It was very weird because I have a support system. Yeah. Most people yeah. Who, are, who are mentally ill, like have these problems, don't have any support system. That's what's that's that's what's the sad thing is like I, I my my I always had a dream was not to rehabilitate the good was to rehabilitate the evil. Like Really? Yes, because like, for example, like, let's just say somebody's in prison for a crime, like robbing a bank. That's a minor crime, right? But if you're in prison yeah. for, like, Murder. a very bad crime, they're going to just execute you. But maybe they should be rehabilitated before they get executed, or maybe they should be a good person before they get executed. They, they shouldn't even be executed, logically. Mm-hmm. I got but, you. I'm, I'm seeing what you're saying. Most there. people who go into that life of crime like that are not mentally ill. They're There's just, a reason behind that, though. Yes. That's my point. Yep. Not everyone is... Not everything's black and white, okay? Because, like, not everyone's good and bad. That's that's what... Yeah, you're right. No one is bad. No one is good. You're just you. Hmm. That's it, bro. You have done bad things. 
or good things, but you're not a good or bad person. Other way, other way, other way. Yeah, I know these microphones are a bit of a pain in the dick. That no, way. you know what it is though. I, I keep moving to the right with this chair because it moves. Yeah, it does <laughs> move. These are these are nice freaking chairs. I though. actually do like these chairs. They're very these are nice. Where'd you fucking get this? Shit? I don't live here. I don't know. I don't fucking live here. Either. Yeah, like secrets out. We're not in the cruise cave. We're in a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're in a different location. We were, we 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 had change of plans. <sighs> change of fucking plans. Man, eh, where do you get fucking? That's life though. Everything changes. You just gotta adapt, I suppose. It's like oh shit. Curveball. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll happen for that done. What are you going to do? Curveball. Woo! Curveball. You know, this is my first ever podcast. I'm very fascinated with the podcast world because you have people on podcasts who just talk about like these beautiful things and they're not that beautiful. So it's got a vent, bro. That's the whole reason why I did be why I started BS. I was like, okay, how the hell am I going to talk about life? Pursuit of happiness, struggles in life, but also have a place for people to vent about their crap. And I say crap lightly, but like you know what I mean. You should start a business, bro. I what what do you what do you what are you a welder? I'm a welder. I thought about it. I really yeah, did. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go be. I'm trying to be a plumber right now, right? And it's a, yeah. And plumbing is one of the most essential businesses because you have. It's an emergency business because everyone needs a plumber. If you have a toilet spill or or a fuck up in your toilet, they're gonna. Then you can be called at two a.m. in the morning. Can I tell you a funny fucking story before you keep going? So, <laughs> <laughs> so when the when the pipeline got shut down in Canada, this was like three or four years ago. Yeah, I remember so. that. So, um. I post on Facebook, so let me get this straight here. You're shutting down a pipeline because of environmental concerns, but in the meantime, you're getting rid of thousands of jobs. And this person commented, I don't even remember who the fuck it was, but I remember very vividly what this person wrote. It's like, it's okay, they just get in their job. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like that's just why you're talking that's just about illogical thinking. So bro. let me get this. So this this specific pipeline is being built by welders, engineers, assemblers, etc. Laborers keep going, and so let me get this straight here. Us welders also build your Starbucks tree to get your quadruple mocha frappe. Matcha latte, whatever the fuck you get. I love Starbucks, but I can't. Yeah, I can't deny good. it. I can't deny I love my Starbucks. But holy shit, how tone deaf can you be? It's a billion dollar business, by the way. Coffee. No one talks about this bullshit. They're like, hey, everything has like a cause and effect in some way. You're like, hey, with with like, how did this like how did this house get built? With, with construction. Construction. People like, okay. See, I'm going with this. Plumbers, electricians. See every up. trade in the world that has something to do with, like, house and housing has to be, has to be somewhere incorporated into this house. I like how your brain thinks you're quick with that way. You because, see where I'm going with this. I, I mean, I, I understand it because carpentry, too. Paint. Paint's an essential business. It's, it can also be viewed, cause and effect can also be, be viewed the same way how you view your health. Your health. Exactly. But you know most people put their health first before, I mean, health second before doing a task. When people are, people, when people get sick, right, they have like any form of like cancer or something and they want to build a house before they go away. But the cancer is really bad. Let's say it's stage four, right? And it's very serious stuff. But, oh, yeah. But before people mostly, most people, before they do something like that, they have a bucket list. 
Your bucket list is to travel. Good movie, by the way. I never actually... Oh, wait, I did see it. Maybe I did. Morgan Freeman. Very good movie. Uh, I thought there was one with... Oh, that's probably a different movie. But Jack Nicholson? Keep going. But as I was saying, your bucket list is the most important thing in the world. That's why people put their health second. And that's why love and life is a beautiful thing, man. Mm-hmm. Every day you're alive is a blessing. That's it. And that's why life is life. Dude, like, I look back at all the crap that I had to endure when I was, like, a child. Like, for 15, for 15 plus years, I was dealing with, like, depression and stuff like that. And now I look back at everything, I say, like, what the fuck was I worried about? Dude, dude, but dude, you came back better than ever. We both lost weight, and we became happier. I told you that, like, where I was, but, right? But you told me you were, like, 100 pounds more, 150 pounds more. I was 340-plus pounds of my And now least. you weigh probably 20 pounds more than me. That's not... That's 250-ish. 258. I, I, weigh two, I weigh 198, but I used to weigh what you weigh now. It was very interesting stuff, though, but you look better than I did when I looked at it that way. It's very weird because the most important thing is, man, is, like, it's how you feel on the inside, too. Yeah. But... I gotta tell you, man, you look great. Thanks, bro. You lost a lot of weight. I'm, I've been training for cage fighting, man. I've been training I for know, cage fighting. I know, fighting. I saw that. I'm like, cage fighting? That's like some Wolverine type well, shit. It's, uh, people, well, someone told me, I was like, dude, you know you're too old to be getting cage fighting. I do not care. Dude, dude fuck Who that. the fuck? First of all, okay, let me get this straight here. I have a dream. If you want to, ladies, ladies and gents out there, you have a dream. Do not give a fuck what people say about it. You never should, bro. It hurt. Yeah, it hurts in the moment, but then you realize, I want this shit. I want it. I want that dream. I want to achieve the dream, not just for myself, but for myself in the future. You know what really is weird is like, if you have a dream, it's going to sound kind of weird, like a regular dream. Sometimes that should come true. I believe that. Absolutely. Premonition sometimes. But if you, for example, I had a dream I got my first job. I got my first job a week later. They made the, they made a whole ass movie about that Final Destination for a reason. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I've been that's why I've been gotten to philosophy was because they believe that. Yeah, your mind is the most powerful weapon in the world. A lot of psychedelics involved. <laughs> but you know what LSD does, which is very weird. I'm only going to say I never done it before, but I read this in the book. It was like if you if you have done LSD, your mind actually cracks however the power of the the part of the brain where you would have dreams will go up and you would dream more stuff that will come true oh shit but the problem is though that stuff is very bad oh yeah fucks your brain up a little bit psychosis is a very bad thing once you get psychosis your mind will never heal fully i was diagnosed with by who? A doctor? A uh, like, psychi- licensed psychiatrist. Like a study book psychiatrist. Don't now. trust them, bro. I, I, re- I look back on it and I was like, I was diagnosed with psychosis. I should be labeled as mentally insane. But I, no, when, no, I, no. when I look back on it, I was like, the fuck? So when I look back on everything, I was like, okay, I was put on this medication like five years ago. Okay. And it was like it's a very low dosage of an anti of a, of a Belfi. I'm on, I was I'm on a Belfi right now. It's it helps, but then you gotta be fucking careful with it at the same time when you try to go off of it. Like I'm weaning myself off of it. You're in a Belfi too. That's I've been in Belfi for the past four years. It's it's great. It's not good. 
It's, oh, it helps in the moment. It helps no, in the moment. It helps at first. Keep going. So what happened Keep was, going. during my manic episode, I was on five milligrams. I went back to 10 for about a week. I went back to five. I realized something about medication, like a bill fine and all those medications. Box your head up. It, it makes you a zombie in terms of that. But once you go off of it, it's bad too, because your body was used to that brain chemistry that pill was putting you on. But but if, if it works for you, though, it works for you. I'm talking about my experience personally. Um, yeah, you're good. Um, I was on another pill called Lexapro with a bill fine. That was really bad too. Oh, it's a dangerous one out there. Lexapro, Lexapro was oh, the most dangerous. dangerous pill. I'm only in a five milligrams worth of a Bilify. I I never told anyone this before, but I, I I really don't really like talk about it. But to me, medication to me is like. It works. It doesn't work. But don't be ashamed. You're on it. No, I, I'm not. I wasn't ashamed to be on it. But I look back and I say, okay, what do I want more than anything in this world right now? You want myself? a clear mind. I want a clear mind, but I also want to like feel better. I want to feel better physically. I want to feel better mentally. Are you on it right now? Or when the gym? Nope. You're not on it right now. Nope. How many milligrams were you on? I was on five. I was, on, I was right on five milligrams. But you know that pill goes up to 40 milligrams. I was on five milligrams for the longest time. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how I feel. And let me guess. You feel better than ever. I not only do I feel a lot better. I, I have this like little clearance in my head. Like I have this clarity. Like, okay, I know that when I do shit that I love to do, I feel better. When I'm yeah. in a funk, I'm like, okay, what can I do to make myself happy? Um, I can clean the, I can clean up my apartment. Um, I can go to the gym. I, there you go. That's one. Work I can, out. I can go. I can go for a run. I can go chill with the cat. I can go play Xbox or whatever the fuck. GameCube. I don't give a shit. But like GameCube. <sighs> People that listen to this like GameCube. What the fuck are you talking? I love GameCube, bro. I remember this game. I was playing Mario Party with my boys. Which one? Sixty four. That's the that's the N sixty four. I'm confused. I don't know. The GameCube is two thousand one. Which is the one that looks like a starship. The the controller was that sixty four. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. My bad. I, I, I Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I was playing Mario Party sixty four, and I gotta tell you, man, I wish I was born at ten years before, only for one reason. You're talking to a retired gamer, my friend. Dude, I, I was playing. I used to be. I used to play Rainbow Six Siege every day on Xbox. And I realized this game is crap. It's not nothing like it should be. And like, I feel the same way with music. Like I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast or Jelly Roll. Joe, I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in a couple of months. I listened. I listened to this podcast with him and Jelly Roll, and I was like, dude, he's right when he says music sucks past the eighties. <laughs> I, I I would agree. To a certain with, point. To a certain point. I, I, it's weird because there's some good nineties songs, but. I will always rant and say the 90s was the last great era of music. Yes, that's what I mean. I will always say that. I will die on this hill. Do you know what's weird, though? I will die on this hill, rap. I will die on that hill. You know what it is, though? Like, um, it's weird. When I was a younger kid, my dad is a Grateful Dead cover band guy. He listens to Grateful Dead. He's in the cover band himself. Oh, shit. Grateful Dead is one of like, my favorite bands now because of my dad. I'm Look at you, but, old soul. But, but do you know why? Do you know what Jerry Garcia did for Grateful Dead? Remind me. He cut off his toe. That's right. Yes. He did. He's so dedicated to his music, he fucking cut off his fucking toe. And we all thought he was crazy for it. But that's some of that music, like Terrapin Station or 
or mm-hmm. it's very good stuff. My sister's name was named after a Grateful Dead song, and Althea by chance. No, Stella Blue. Well, oh, it's even better. Yeah, and and, and it was weird so um. I, I really love my sister for that. I mean, my dad did good. I mean, he, named, go, her, bro. he named her a great name. And, there you go. And that's the key is like, you want to be happy with who you are, but once your name represents you. I know something good. My Uncle Kenny, I never met him. He died maybe five years before I was born. Okay. Um, and Elton John released this song in the 70s, Daniel. And that was your name. See how I'm going with this. So, my my dad will always play that song in honor of his brother, Uncle Kenny. And so, my grandmother would always play that song as well. And then when I was born, my dad thought of that song. It was like, that's, that's how that's how you got your that's name. That's how it came to be. And so, my grandfather. Died in 2002, I want to say. Okay. And almost 20 years to the day, this past June, my grandmother passed. I'm sorry for your loss, man. But that's not the, but that's, I thank you. But that's, uh, the beauty of this whole thing is, uh, music fucking heals. Oh, it does. People think of like, oh, music is for parties. And she's like, nah, man, music is soothing for a reason. You know, um, you ever heard the song My Way from Frank Sinatra? Yep. I'm a jazz enthusiast, my friend. That's not jazz, technically, but it has... You know what the fuck I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to say that, but... I, uh, this no, one, you're good, bro. My Way was one of the most dickish songs in that time, because it was represents a man becoming a man. Yeah. But what it is, is like, I love that song. Oh, yeah. I love just listening to my car and, and pretending I'm like on top of the fucking Empire State Building being like, I'm the king of the world and shit like that. You wanted to, uh, so again, that story I was telling you gets even better. So, when my grandmother passed, um, we got to the funeral home. Okay. And right as we approached the casket, Guess what fucking song starts playing? That song? Daniel starts playing. Oh, man. So. That's a moment right there. And then, right as we, when we buried her in Brooklyn, we buried her, we got in the van to go home. Play it again. song that starts playing, man. And. That's some beautiful shit it's, right it's, there. It's, well, my next tattoo, for, for those who don't, I'm working on two sleeves. And each tattoo I have, yeah, but each tattoo I have tells a story. The one that's on my left wrist is my favorite song, Soul Shine, by the Allman Brothers Band. Oh, that one, okay. Right there. Yeah, that's good. So, the reason why I have that song is because every time I hear that song, it gets me me out of a funk. Um, Every time. My song was, um, it was a Beatles song called Yesterday. That's a great one, man. Yeah, it was one of my favorite songs. I was I, I listened to that. I was in the city with my uh, with my sister visiting her for the first time. When I actually moved from college, and I was in one of my depression modes because I was really depressed about something. I forget what it yeah. was, but I remember playing yesterday about a hundred times in the car because I was I was going back to Long Island. Um, and that's the thing when you have um sometimes when I get anxious, I listen to the same song over and over again. It happens to a lot of people. It does. 
Happens. Guilty pleasure. I would cut from like a. That's why I love Spotify. I used to do that, and then I started doing it again. I'm like, yeah, I can see why I, I like doing this back in the day. It's very, it's very helpful. Yeah, especially when, especially when I'm on the toilet, I listen to the same song over and over again. I understand how it feels, but I'm sorry, that was a stupid joke. Yeah, but, 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 I like that one. But um, funny, a little funny. Yeah. Th- you know what it is? I was like, the best place to listen to music is in your car. I never knew that because the moment you drive and listen to music and you see different scenery. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. It's a very beautiful thing. I get what you're saying, though, bro. Um, But, like, for example, like, I'll give you an example. Like, you're in the car, right? And you listen to music, your favorite song. Like, for example, we were talking about The Wall earlier and upstairs. And The Wall has is a very dark album. There was a movie called The Wall that came out in, like, 1988. Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yes. And we had the VHS tape of The Wall. Look at you, fucking old soul. <laughs> my, my, my dad, my dad bought it. And Not I'm, your dad. But, but no, it is. So at the time, I said this is a stupid movie. My parents went out of dinner to eat one night. My brother and sister home. We watched that movie. That movie was a very dark, dark, dark great, fascinating movie. Yeah. And then it hit me. I'm like. This is the music I like. I like rock and roll, Pink Floyd. Yes. You ever heard of the band Yes? Yeah. You ever heard the song Close to the Edge? Yep. 18 minutes of my favorite song. And that song there is one of my favorites, man. So. I got one for you. So, whatever I would. For me, Soul Shine was always like, yeah, it's a soothing song. But then, if you if you read the lyrics, it's not soothing, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is very soothing. So, when you can't find a light to get you to the to get you to the brighter day, there you go. Well, I'll just I'll just get it for you. Just let me, give yeah, me give me two seconds to look it up. Soul shine lyrics. Bam. When you can't find the light that gets you through cloudy days. When the stars ain't shining bright, you feel like you've lost your way. When those candle lights of home burn so very far away, when you gotta let your soul shine, just like my daddy used to say. Soul shine is better than sunshine, it's better than moonshine, and it's damn sure better than rain. I grew up thinking that I had it made. I'm gonna make it. All on my own. Life can take the strongest man... But make him feel so alone. Now sometimes I feel a cold wind blowing through my aching bones. I think back to what my daddy said. He said, boy, in this darkness, before the dawn. And sometimes a man can feel his emptiness like a woman who's robbed him of his very soul. Think about that. Yes, that's dark shit. A woman too, God knows, she can feel like this. And when your world seems cold, you gotta let your spirit take control. That's it. And it's yeah. That's it, man. Every fucking time you know, I we hear that song. We gotta do a part two of this because it's kind of getting late, but... I hear you, bro. It's 10 o'clock. But I hear you, We were doing this for an hour. However, we gotta do this again. Yeah, of course, dude. We gotta do this like once a month. Even of course. More. Not even that, bro. I, not even that, man. Of course. Whenever you want to do BS sessions, you let me fucking know. Yeah, this was like really nice. I just... My mom was like bugging. You know how you're good, man. You're yeah. good, bro. Thank you so much for tuning right, in to episode. I guess it's volume 31 of BS. Yes, yeah, 31. Yeah. Volume 31 of BS sessions, my man. Pleasure, brother. You too, bro. Pleasure, my man. Thank you for doing this, bro. I greatly appreciate it. My name is Samuel Smooth. 
And I'll see you all in this life or the next one. Have a good one, guys.